Let's go. Let's go. What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Steve V, and this is episode 343, alongside Lincoln, fresh, fresh out of class. How you doing, Lincoln? I'm good. I'm worked out and ready to chat. <laughs> I love it. And we heard you're freshly showered. I am. Nice. I love it. Joining us, of course, is Cody Maurice Dolget. How the hell are you doing, Cody? Hello, darling. I'm doing wonderful. I just finished packing and I'm getting ready to move tomorrow. I can't wait. Wow. So people may remember or not that you were moving in with Joe, your boyfriend. Oh this is goodness. really exciting. What can you tell us? Uh, I am. It's a. It's an ordeal for sure. We are. Our apartment is so cute. I love it. We have two rooms, and I'm just, it's so wonderful. We have a dishwasher and a washer dryer in the unit. I can't believe it. And we're just gonna have all what? the sex. I know, right? In New York, people don't realize rare. that's a rarity. Yeah, <laughs> I might be coming, taking that train ride out with my laundry. Come to on, do bitch. My... <laughs> now, is this the first time you've moved in with a boyfriend? No, I lived with a boyfriend a long time ago in my 20s, and that didn't go out go so well. He didn't come out to his family, and I had to move out when, wow. they, when they came to visit. So that's a, a, a long, depressing story, but this and time will hopefully moving? work out better. Are you moving in? It will. Are you moving into his place or are you guys finding a third place that's neither his or yours? Oh, it's a new, completely new place, okay. completely fresh start for both of us. So. Smart. And we're in yeah. what part of the city is it in? It's not in the city. It's in Brooklyn still. Okay. I'm a Brooklyn boy through and through and I always <laughs> intend still to be. New York City, isn't it? It is in one way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so excited. Con I, I cannot too. wait Thank to see you. it. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, interesting question for you, uh, Lincoln. You're engaged. I've been to your palace, which Aww. is, I'm assuming you're just going to move uh, move in together there. Oh, he Peter moved in during the pandemic. Oh, oh okay. Got yeah, it. so Peter used to have a studio apartment above nasty pig on 19th street oh. and we've lived within a block of each other for like 12 years and never met each other so when <laughs> we, when we met um he's like oh yeah i live over nasty pig i was like oh my god i walk by you all the time and i like things very close i live in a circle literally my doctor is on 14th <laughs> street my dentist is on 18th and 7th the bakery is on 19th and 7th like i i'm a chelsea boy True and true. Um, yeah. And that's the, the, the beauty of New York. The close really area. helped our relationship. Yeah. I love it. Ugh. So he, we would, he basically, when we started dating, was here more than he was home. We, we treated his apartment more like a second bathroom and his closet. <laughs> and then when the After pandemic the happened, right? When the pandemic <laughs> happened, oh, and we would rent it out to friends or give it to friends who were visiting New York, which was great. But when the yeah. pandemic happened and he got, uh, he was on, what's it called from work on hold on furlough, uh, furlough hiatus. Like, you, hiatus, whatever. And we said, why aren't you moving in? Let's just save money. And do we really need, it became more of a nuisance. So he yeah. moved in, uh, it was a year of September. So we're going to go on two years. It's like a year and a half right now. 
That's so amazing. I yeah. love that. I love it. And we use well, the basement at the bakery as storage for our personal stuff. So it's good. It's working out. The circle keeps expanding. Yes. I love it. Well, Cody, I hope that you told your Joe before you move in that you may or may not have an OnlyFans just for fans. <laughs> Ooh, what is happening? One of our listeners DM'd one of our listeners DM'd me over the weekend, letting me know that does Cody have another account on Instagram because he got he got. Uh, somebody messaged him and said he should join this. And it was Cody Maurice Doggett uh-huh. with a OnlyFans account. And what what is the story on that? Ciao. It was, a, it's a mess. It's still an ongoing struggle. I apparently have an OnlyFans that I have not made any content content for. I'm reaching out for for collaborators. I wish that the person who has this OnlyFans would reach out to me so maybe I can collaborate and get some coins too. I don't know. I feel like my whole identity's been stolen. I've been violated. I feel a little bit happy that somebody thought that I was attractive enough to actually steal my identity and get people to subscribe to their OnlyFans, but it's still, it's, it's a violation still. Yeah. Well, wait, yeah. are there pictures of you on it? There, there are pictures of me on the Instagram. I haven't subscribed to the OnlyFans yet, but I... I'm going to. I've been packing so and doing all this moving stuff. So yeah. it came at right at the perfect time. They struck right at the perfect time for me to be too busy to do anything really about it. And, and people should know, I, listeners should know, if you get if you see another account by Cody, and that's one of the reasons we wanted to talk about it. Cody's Instagram account is at Mr. Maurice. We say it all the time. Yes. If you notice this one, it's at Mr. Two A's in Mr. M-I-S-T-A-A. See how they get you? It's that little subtlety thing, yep. but it's the same picture. That Cody has on his current Instagram account, so you might be fooled by that. But it says, "Join my just for fans, my uh, only fans," yep. and that's where they get you, right? That that's where they get you. And I just want everybody to know, if I was going to start an OnlyFans, there would be a hullabaloo. There would be rafters from the ceiling. There would be skywriting. There would be a lot of <laughs> fanfare. Okay, be, but. I'm not doing one just yet. So don't believe the hype. It's not happening. So Yeah, yeah and here's how they get you is that they block the original person. They so they me, blocked yeah. you. Yep. I yeah. couldn't even see it. I was trying to look. You sent it to me. I was trying to look at it. And I was like, wait, there's this doesn't even exist. They must have deleted it. And you were like, yeah. no, it's still there. <laughs> yeah. So Wow. Yeah. I have some announcements, though, things that you need to know. One thing, we, Cody, you and I had such a lovely guest on the show the yep. other day on Tags Live, Taylor mm-hmm. Sparks. She's amazing. She, oh, my God. So much fun. I learned so much. I got some one-liners from her, too. If you were listening to that <laughs> and you want to go to her website, she forgot to mention she was had a tough day but she wanted to let everybody know that if you go to her website, you can get 15% off. That's organiclovin, L-O-V-E-N.com. Organiclovin, L-O-V-E-N.com. 
Get 15% off up until March 8th by using the code TAGS15. And who can forget those amazing cock rings? They were so And that awesome deal, though. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Lastly, I want another announcement. People have been asking us. They've been hearing our Wednesday show. How can they join in the show? We are live every Wednesday night, 6 o'clock Pacific time. Nine o'clock Eastern time. The best way to join, you ask, go to tagspodcast.com and click on tags live. So that's for that. All right, moving on. Um, you know, today uh, was a special day. I, w- I posted it on our Instagram. HIV is not a um, HIV is not a crime awareness day today. Did mm-hmm. you guys know that that, that was a whole thing? No, I didn't even know. HIV is not a crime awareness day sponsored by the Elizabeth Taylor AIDS Foundation, which I used to be a part of back in the day. I I love the Elizabeth Taylor Foundation. I love Elizabeth Taylor for all the work that she's done throughout the years. And the whole reason that it came about, I'll post a lot of these on Tag's podcast, but essentially 35 states out of up to 35 states Mm -hmm. in our 50 states currently discriminate against being HIV positive. Um, And essentially you can even be jailed. I was listening to a whole thing about Atlanta, Georgia, and they still have laws even in Georgia. So you think it's some of the rural areas, but 35 Mm -hmm. states still have it. Essentially, you can. it's still a crime, and people don't even know that. Not only is it still a crime, and I was looking up in different spots that up until 2017, there was a study on it. You can be – people have been put in jail up to like 90 days. Wow. I cannot believe this was even a thing. I'm so happy for this day. But even beyond that, it's the stigma and fear that – you can be criminalized for this. Did you guys even know that there was still crimes on this, Lincoln? Did you even have any idea on this? I think I've I've heard stuff about this, but I haven't heard it in a really long time. I'll be honest. Oh no, yeah. no, I yeah. thought this was kind of passe at this point. That's no. Yeah, it's. Did you, Cody, at all? Or? I did not know until you posted it today, and I immediately reposted it. I cannot believe I thought it was decriminalized across the country a long time ago. Yeah. Just like Hello? Lincoln said, it's it's insane. I will post on tagspodcast.com. There's a thing you can sign to start the reform, to send it to Congress, to begin to change some of these outdated laws also in outdatedness i find this why the fda finally approved a condom for anal I sex heard this. Oh. <laughs> yeah the new york times reported on this people were sending this to me left and right and i was oh. like wait is this like 1998 what's going on here <laughs> uh, <laughs> essentially the the Food and Drug Administration just came came out with a condom. They did a study. There's never been a cleared or approved condom specifically for anal intercourse. Oh, Condoms wow. on the market, for more or less, have been for vaginal sex and even oral sex. But just this week, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration finally signed off on marketing of the first condom labeled and made for anal sex. And it's entitled, you guys, 
the one male condom. Okay. <laughs> Have I been using a condom wrong this entire time? What's going? Am I like? What's going on? Am yeah, I crazy? <laughs> it's this one condom that they're they've what's you know the quote con- not much. There's somebody <laughs> like it's just that this one went through the study. Doesn't it seem a little late in the game? I mean, when, when you heard about this vaguely, even when you talked about this, Lincoln. What I mean. Were you like, hello, where are well, we? I don't know where this? I heard this. I heard this on something on TV or on the radio. Because it was some straight show talking about an anal condom. And they're like, <laughs> well, the thing is, your wife will only let you use it once a year on your birthday or something. It was some joke. <laughs> like, it was yeah. some like, bad joke about it. And then I was like, what's the difference? I don't understand. Is it like a packaging thing? Or a branding thing. However, what I will say, just as a general note, I learned this a long time ago. I think condom, do you guys always use the same kind of condom, period, like end of report? Or do you have a variety of condoms that you use? I Or now with if that, I do you not use condoms as often? Yeah, I'm I'm with my boyfriend now, so we don't use condoms The reason anymore, I bring this but... up is there was someone that I used to hook up with, and I remember... His butt and a certain condom worked the best. And it was one oh, of those things. Oh. It was actually a DJ at the Eagle. <laughs> um, no names. And, <laughs> and I remember we talked about it that I was like, my dick with this condom and your butt are amazing. And he was like, yeah. It's a perfect this is like, and, wow, and it kind of broke my mind open of like hooking up with someone using a condom and going, well, that sex didn't work. It's, we're not a match. Do you know what I mean? And then I went, wait, maybe I just need to use different condoms. And I remember at that time I went out and bought like a variety pack or whatever, God knows. And I live across from the blue store. So I could buy, I could spit and hit a condom. And (laughs) literally, (laughs) and I, um, I like bought a whole bunch of different ones. And like when I would play when back when condoms were more used or when I, and they Mm -hmm. can still be used by a lot of people. And if you're out there only using condoms and you choose not to be on prep, great. Good for you. Like that's a strategy too. You know what I mean? Try a variety of them because they can really be a different sensation depending on who you're with and that kind of thing. Well, to your point, Lincoln, these new, the one condom that they're talking about that's just been food and drug approved here is that that's the whole thing. They have different sizes that fit different dicks and many different sizes. But beyond that, they, the reason, (laughs) sorry, I'm not, but the reason that they, the reason that they got approved is the food and drug administration got approved is they did a whole study and there's never, so I guess the groundbreaking thing, but I find it so bizarre and draconian that barely in 2022 we're coming out with this study now in other words like really now they're late to the party for sure yeah so (laughs) have people have been recommending condoms for anal sex yes they have if you go to any place around your clinics they recommend using condoms it's just that there hasn't been any study that the fda has been able to approve. Oh, I get it. They approved this one, this particular one, because it's the one that went through the study. But is there any difference? Well, here's a quote. This isn't a groundbreaking advancement, in my opinion. All condoms can and should be used to make 
anal sex safer. So just because this one brand has FDA approval doesn't make it any better than any other condom brands on the market, says OBGYN and author Jennifer Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Don't let the FDA approved label sway you when you are at the grocery store, she says. The best condom to use for safe sex is the one you have access to blue store or not and the one you will actually use so i like what she says at the end yeah it's for sure kind of a publicity thing it's kind of an taken so long for the study to come about i kind of find it weird that we're even reporting on this mm-hmm. but it is what it is and i agree with you lincoln if you're still if you're using condoms great um you could use this one but you could probably just use any condom. And, and there are a lot of other happen- diseases floating around that using a condom is not a bad STIs, idea. STIs, yeah. Right. I think I like Lincoln study better. So, <laughs> <laughs> so did I. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we got to move on to some hot topics here. And Carson Kressley, you guys know Carson Kressley, right? Oh, yeah. He, he retells a wild story of hooking up with a wanted robber. He was recently on the season of Celebrity Big Brother, and he was recently telling Cynthia from The Real Housewives of Atlanta Uh of somebody that he hooked up with back in the day. Quote, I had met somebody that I didn't know that well, Cressley starts his story, recalling how he used to patronize a New York City area sports bar called Champs. Oh. Like, maybe I just met him over a drink. I had... Taken him home to my apartment, and he did a little dodge. He seemed a little bit dodgy, he continued. We started to get romantic, but then he's like, I'm hungry. Could you make me a sandwich? Okay. (laughs) I was like, sure. (laughs) I went to make him a sandwich, but I was just like, oh, I wonder if he's going to rob me. Presley went on to explain that while he was very young and didn't have many valuables to steal in his apartment at that age, he kept checking in with his hookup while making him a sandwich to make sure he wasn't doing anything shady. After his date eats the sandwich and they do their thing, the following week, Cressley visits the Champs Bar again, and while using the restroom, he sees a poster with someone incredible on it, a police sketch of his hookup. He had been wanted for going around the city, beating up people and robbing them after they took him home. He tells a shocked-looking Hall and Bailey... <laughs> He's so, lucky he made that sandwich. <laughs> that's crazy. I, I ask you. This brings up the question: What's the craziest hookup person you ever brought home, and did it go as far as this, or even further, Lincoln? Oh God, um, I, that's such a hard question. I know. <laughs> I do have. You know what? The craziest is hard, but I just told this story, so I'm gonna tell this one it's short um i met a guy at champs first of all i love champ where was champs in new york i believe champs was on 20th it was on the it's a restaurant now on 20th between fifth and sixth and it was like it was a very cool and i met a guy there in a suit that looked like niles from fraser and I kind of had a crush <laughs> on that look at the time. And he looked so much like him that I was like, you are so adorable. And he was like, it was like 1997. And we danced and, you know, and he's like, hey, I'm staying at my friend's on the Upper West Side. Do you want to come back with me? We went back to this person's apartment, his friend. And it was the first New York apartment where it was like an eight bedroom home. 
Like it was a full yeah. floor, Ooh. Upper West Side, satin drapes. Like it was beautiful. I'll never forget it. And we went all the way back in this guest room that he was staying. And the sheets, I never felt sheets like that in my life. Like it was pure money. Oh, you know wow. I mean? Expensive. Expensive, yeah. but normal. And I will never forget, he took off his suit and he was ripped like a brick shit house. It was like what? Miles became a bodybuilder. And I was like, what weird Frasier fantasy am I in right now? I was waiting for like the little dog to run by or something. And I remember very like white boy sex. And I never saw it. That was, you know, that was before cell phones. That was before, that was like when you had a pager. And if you lost someone's number, you really (laughs) lost it forever. You know what I mean? Like you might see them at the West Side Club or something or see them out again but you never that sounds like a really like a win oh my god it was such a you have no idea i was so but i i I put my foot completely in my mouth because i was like you're hitting every button this is a jackpot and he's like calm down i just met you at champs it's a hookup go away (laughs) you know what i mean anyway wow i don't think that was the most extraordinary hookup i've ever had no that's a good one yeah my, I mean, mine all have to do with they won't leave. They weren't a robber per se, but I do remember one time bringing somebody. This is a little crazy. This is Jeremy, our other co-host, mm-hmm. crashed at our apartment too. And I brought somebody home too because I sort of have, I don't have like a bedroom, but I have like, it's a studio. It's a long apartment. I can close these curtains. And I remember Jeremy was in the front crashing on the couch and I had some boy over, but he wouldn't leave. Like the next day we're all staying. (laughs) And I find I have two stories, but one of them, both of them revolve around the fact that they wouldn't leave. And one of them, Jeremy and I was convinced was homeless. Like I'm, I picked up this guy and he found me and it was hot and all that, but he wasn't going anywhere because he had nowhere to go to. And I remember him taking a shower and I'm mouthing and I'm like to Jeremy, like he won't, I don't think he's going to go like, and he's been in that shower for like longer than it takes to take a shower. It was like 40 minutes and we were getting, we were freaking out, and we literally got his clothes and threw them out in my outside my door. What? Be- yes, because we had to push him. <laughs> it got that bad. We had to push wow, him out and wow. threw his clothes. His oh, because I and I had to call my doorman like, do not let this guy. It got that serious because I don't think he was gonna go, and. Not that he was a robber. Not that he was like pulling out a knife on me. Not that any of that, but. I mean, when I'm done, when I'm done, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm ready to make my my omelet. Your Uber I'm, is downstairs, honey. Yeah, I'm like ready to. And this was like way past that moment. And both of the times, there's another guy that stayed way too long. He also locked himself in the bathroom too. I don't know what he was doing in there. What? And your, your home is too comfortable. I Steve. know. <laughs> this is the benefit. I don't know. This is the benefit of always having a dog. You're like, well, we gotta walk the dog. Let's go for a walk the dog. Grab your stuff. We're out. I need to get another dog. Yes, it's time for me <laughs> to get another dog. Absolutely. Dog. <laughs> that is horrible. Cody, what, did, have you ever had anybody that 
that didn't want to leave? Oh no, or I always was kicked a, them out. A criminal or a <laughs> robber? Or what's up with the homeless lately, Cody? How's that going no. for you? <laughs> you never no. know. You never, you know. never like, know. And by the way, God bless that person because that's hard no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, it was someone that was interesting. Otherwise, you would have never brought him home to begin with. Right. Correct. Yeah. I I mean yeah. I have had some crazy hookups where I was at the first time I went to Puerto Vallarta, I hooked up with this stripper and I was there with someone and we we were sharing a room, so we had to go to the roof of where we were staying to have sex. Oh. And that was interesting. Oh. I know. It was he was like, Oh, are there cameras up here? And I was like, No, no, I don't think so. And I have no idea if there were cameras up there or not, but it was a good time. <laughs> I had sex on a roof too in Fire Island once too, oh, yeah? and the roommates because the the ceiling was so thin. I guess they were like came up and looked, came in. What's going on up there? And we were like, oh, sorry, we were thought we were being discreet up here, and you know everything goes in Fire Island and, and Puerto Vallarta. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Psst. Got a sex conundrum? Need another take on how to handle it in the bedroom or in the alleyway? Well, ask tags. Need some advice regarding your relationship? He's perfect, but... Again, we got you. DM us for some solicited sex or relationship advice. And listen to our advice on an upcoming Tags podcast. Sometimes you just need a fresh perspective and objective ears. DM us on Instagram at Tags Podcast. We got you. Well... We love to give advice on this show, relationships and sex advice. And one of our brand new Patreon members, Billy, thank you for joining our Patreon community, wants some advice for us. He writes, hi, my name is Billy. I'm 27 and I'm a veteran. We thank you for that. I'm in a new relationship and believe in monogamy. I listen to the podcast every day to and from work. I absolutely enjoy every episode and I never bored. Oh, we thank you for that. Recently, I broke up with my boyfriend of six months and all the advice you guys give me each day helped me with that breakup. I have this old friend from high school and he's constantly blowing up my phone on Grindr. I'm not sure why I have the app because I never met up with someone and had sex on the app. I wouldn't mind meeting up with him, but I feel that one night stand friends with benefits is something that I want to try, but I'm just too afraid. Do you have any advice for someone who wants to have gay sex, but is too afraid to do it? This, I, I love the honesty of this. Yeah, me and too. I really, Cody, when you heard this, what were your thoughts on for Billy? My first thought is to just dip your big toe into the gay se- hot gay sex pool. <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly Not is that toe going? <laughs> <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> Not there. <laughs> into the into the into the pool, into the casual sex pool. Don't I personally would not jump right into this you have to be i feel emotionally prepared and to me it kind of doesn't sound like he's ready for that but i would say get to know the person a little bit and then move from there i for me personally comfort is a huge part of of sex and i have to feel like i i'm in i'm in a safe space so i think that that 
is where he should start from, from a safe space. Yeah, I think for me, he's 20, really, you're 27. This is the time to explore your sexuality. Plenty of time to have a relationship and settle down. I feel like now you can do both. Who's just, why can't you date and explore serious, go on some fun, serious dates? And also have some fun one night stands periodically. And when you do those one night stands, set the intention that you're doing that. And so if you bring somebody home, it doesn't mean that it can't turn into something, but that essentially it is what it is. But on your dates, set the intention that you're going to be, that that could be something. And so this is the time to explore that. Yeah. I Believe me, your 20s are a really awesome time to have a lot of fun sex. It sounds like you're adult enough to handle that. And why not? I don't know, Lincoln, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I'm not sure. I think because he says at the beginning, I believe in monogamy. Mm -hmm. He also says I'm on the apps. I don't know why I'm on them. I don't hook up. Am I wrong? Mm -hmm. No. Okay, so no okay. That's what he said. Right. So what I think I would do is I would compartmentalize. I would say, yeah, I think that's what I was I, trying to say, and yeah, you're saying okay, it better. Okay, but yeah. I would the way I would compartmentalize is I would say, okay, I'm going to play the field in my own way, and I'm going to kiss and I'm going to touch, but I'm not taking off my underwear, and I'm going to have fun without mm. taking off my underwear. Or I had a friend uh that steve and i both know that whenever we would hook up it would be like blowjob only i don't do anal we're not doing that we're gonna only make out roll around blow each other have fun that way but you can eat my ass all you want but nothing's ever going in anywhere so you still mm. feel like you have that monogamy um control uh, what's the word of boundary or mm -hmm. like that you're staying true to you if that's what you because how did he say i believe in monogamy because like a monogamy mm -hmm. is a choice it's you know it's not like the tooth fairy it's not you don't have to believe in it you just have to say this is what's best for me right like so if if that's the way you want it but i wouldn't say go play the field without an agenda of saying hey i just i don't put a dick in me until I really know someone and they're a boyfriend and, and maybe that's what defines monogamy for you. Was that good advice? I, I like that. Not, I love that. That makes sense. And There's by the way, yeah, okay, doing sure. that, whether you believe in monogamy or not, can make things really hot no matter what. You know what I mean? Like if you say, hey, we're going to hook up all the time, but we're never going to fuck each other. That's just where I draw the line because you're not serious about being boyfriends and or you have another boyfriend somewhere else and this is the way we're going to play. And, and yeah. to piggyback off what you're saying, Lincoln, is you can have that fun with those boundaries without monogamy, but you can still date too. And when you find somebody that you're and want to invest in, then you can go down the road of monogamy and... and and embark on a relationship. Right, but what I, yeah, exactly. But so we are saying the same thing, Stephen. I, then you would yeah. let down that line, that boundary, because you're agreeing to do that. But I also, 
I am a big believer in people being on every app that they want to be on. Just because you're on an app does not mean that you have your ass in the air ready to be filled 24-7 in a hotel room. Just because, Ooh, right? Okay. Like, just because you're on an app, it means you're meeting people. Like, especially here in New York City right now, it's 17 degrees out. I don't need to hook up with people, but I still want to meet new gays in New York. I still want to you know, interact. interact with people and smooth out your rough edges, especially after a breakup. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, Cody, did we hear from you yet? I don't think yes. we have. Yeah, I, I said I do it from a safe space yeah. when, when you're yeah. ready. Yeah. yeah, I think we all pretty much had the same kind of viewpoint on it. Don't don't move too fast and go at your own speed and with your own boundaries. Yeah, and buy an anal condom. Yeah. I'm kidding. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I hope that helped. Let us know and thank you for joining our Patreon community. So we'll be in touch on our Discord channel. Which you could always join by going to patreon.com forward slash tags podcast. A recent story came out that caught my attention. Can you be too hot for dating apps? Sometimes this Reddit writer wrote, I'll be on dating apps, Grinder, Tinder, Hinge, speaking of being on the apps, and I'll swipe left or not reply to a guy because they're too hot. Anyone do the same? One Redditor wrote. The self-professed, reasonably attractive man continues, sometimes really hot guys show an interest in my profile, and quite often I don't get back to them even if I think they're stunning. He went on to list his reasons for why. Firstly, the possibility of the profile belonging to a catfish. All right, mm-hmm. Cody. Uh, <laughs> secondly... It's a very sore, abo- <laughs> sore spot right now. <laughs> Secondly, he avoids the idea of being rejected in person. And thirdly, if it's more of a serious dating app, he wonders if I'd want to be with someone who's objectively hotter than me. Concluding on Grindr, I just can't be bothered hooking up with someone really hot. It means I've got to make a massive effort and I'd rather keep it low key. I don't, I mean... I wrote in my notes, I wrote in my notes for, it kind of reminds me of that age old comment, they're just out of your league, mm-hmm. or he's a 10 and you're a six, so don't go for that one. I mean, I don't know. Cody, what are your thoughts on this? I think that's ridiculous. I think that if you find somebody attractive, you never know how they're going to feel about you until you hit on them or approach them and talk to them and converse with them. You don't know what this person could be attracted to, what this person could find attractive in you. You have, as a person, you have so much more to give than just your your looks I mean, it helped. They do help. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but you have so much more to give and maybe you're a good person. Maybe you know how to cook really well. There's so many things. And I think that you'd never know unless you try. So I hit on every, well, when I was on the apps, <laughs> I hit on every and everything that I found attracting, attractive. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever really gone to that mindset of oh they're a 10 and i'm a this or they're hotter than me i don't know that i ever have have you ever lincoln gone into that yeah i definitely have i'm i can be a very insecure person and think oh 
you know, they're hotter than me, or especially in my 20s, or even in my 30s, or low moments in my 40s. Um, I, I find to be quite practical, there's a lot of people on the apps that are just promoting their escort business or their fans only. So usually when someone, it's just like, I remember prior to the pandemic, there were a few clubs that I went out to and it was like, is everyone here trying to hook up and bring home like sugar daddies? Like what is happening to the scene? Because it it didn't feel like it was just organic people meeting each other. So that's usually when I see something like that, I go, wait a minute, are they really looking to hang out or are they looking for a client? Hmm. I don't think of the catfish thing or the, like that, that I've never really experienced or had, cause I don't care. Like I'm not going to fall in love with someone on an app and send them money to be together or like, or set like some high hopes of like, yeah. I'm going to move no Tinder swindler for you, right? because some guy on an app says we can have a perfect marriage there. Like that's just not in my realm of the way I would do those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I fall into any of these too much. The reason being is I don't go on the, I've said so many times, I don't really use the apps that much. I tend to go out and meet people out there. And that being said, the rule of thumb for me is when I go out that I've always maintained is if I look at somebody and I find them attractive and it's not reciprocated, mm-hmm. then I pretty much don't go down that road. In other words, if they're not reciprocating it back to me, I'm not I'm not going down the road. So it's pretty it's kind of a basic field to play, right? you're not going to go down a road that someone's not reciprocating it back to you Mm -hmm. on the apps. I think it's a little harder to find out because you're, you don't, you don't have that chemistry. You don't have the eye contact. You don't have any of those things that you get when you're out in the real world. You kind of have to go after people and see if they're into you or not. And that's where I think that this plays into it. So it's kind of an interesting thing. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Cody, on that? I feel like I'm very insecure in the in the club when I feel like I wait for people to, to approach me in the club where when I'm on the apps, I am very, I'm much more aggressive. Really? I cast my net far and wide. <laughs> 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 because you never know who's going to bite in on, on the apps. So when I'm in the club, I play it cool and because I don't want to look too eager. I don't know. Maybe and I and I don't want to maybe it's because I don't want to face that have that face to face rejection. So I think that might play a part in it, too. I've I've said this do something to my self-esteem. Not to interrupt you, but I've also said this in the past. I think that they work hand in hand. I think you go on the apps, you see people, you cast your wide net. And then you go out to a club and it is a great, hey, didn't you and I chat on Scruff? I really love your photos. Or, hey, you know, like I, I, I followed your Instagram because we chatted on Scruff. How is that thing going or whatever? I think that they work mm-hmm. in a circle if you want them to. That's all I'm going to say. Because you could be more fearless on an app. Or you, I've also done this where I get home and I pull up scruff or instagram or 
and something suggested. And I go, wait, didn't I just talk to, I just introduced him to Peter at the bakery and, or at the Eagle and, and Hey, I'm now following you. How are you? Or, you know, so I kind of like them to all work together because I'm the one who makes the rules here. I'm the one back to the circle. I'm the one who makes, (laughs) I'm the one who is going on to scruff. And I say, I'm engaged. We don't play. I'm using this app for friends and for networking. And if that offends you and that makes you turn, okay, so be it. If I see you out, we'll still chat. If you don't want to play, be a part of that, then don't. I don't know. Well, this kind of piggybacks off of what we were talking about. Cody, recently you and I were talking about, which I didn't know was a thing. There's Facebook groups, Grinder and Scruff Fails. Have you... <laughs> We were yeah. just talking about that. We were. On a recent story, there are people go on a Facebook group and talk about these fails. Uh-huh. And it was part of the Prince of Dubai, oh, which yes. is catfishing, that story that we were talking about. Well, we had I a, a listener, well. yeah, <laughs> Sinfully Good wrote in and said, he's a part of this group. And he sent me some of the funny things. He said, um, I'm in the Grinder Scruff group that you guys were talking about. I post stuff from there in my stories. And here's a couple of captures that you'll see on there. Here's one of them. Your profile says you're a florist. That's pretty cool. I love flowers. Florist means into rosebuds, my guy. The other guy wrote, oh, (laughs) somebody else wrote in another discussion, any poppers, just jalapeno poppers. What's that? Jalapeno, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) jalapeno peppers stuffed with cheese and deep fried. (laughs) They wrote, laughing on that, not the same, but sounds lush. And so there's these groups out there that people are posting these crazy things out there which i find hilarious so okay Um, after we had this this conversation last week i went through i was deleting pictures in my phone and i i screenshot a bunch of things from grinder and scruff that crazy things that people sent to me do you want to hear one one of the things yes yes so one the guy messages me. He goes, "Can I come over and smell your feet and socks?" And I and I go, I respond back to him. I go, "You can wash them." And I was like, uh, "Then I go, the socks that is, not not my feet." <laughs> Rude. And did he respond? He did not respond to me, unfortunately. And then, well, I've also been recognized from the show. Somebody messaged me and said, "Are you Cody from Tax Podcast?" And I said, "Yes." Hi, I love that you listen. And? And we didn't hook up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, and they right. didn't want to wash your feet or anything. They did uh, not want to wash well, my feet. Well, great. We love when <laughs> listeners recognize us out. All right. Well, lastly, our hearts and prayers go out to the people of Ukraine. I've been keeping up with this. It's just gotten so escalated in the last few days. Um, but... Lincoln, Madonna has come, I don't know if under fire, but I'm all here for it. I know you and I are both fans. The UK president follows Madonna now on Instagram after she posted a montage of Sorry. What tour was that from? Confessions. 
the confessions tour. Yeah, Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky now follows Madonna on Instagram after she posted a video montage in support of Ukraine. The singer took to social media on Friday to voice her support for the country amid Russia's full-scale invasion. She's been doing it actually a lot. Madonna condemned Russia's pointless and greed-driven invasion, adding that Putin has violated every human rights accord in existence. She wrote, we support you, President Zelensky. We are praying for you and your country. She captioned another video posted, which featured footage of Ukraine and Putin alongside clips of her dancing and singing to her 2006 track, Sorry. So I'm all here for it because Madonna's always been an advocate for human rights. And the fact that she did this way before this war, I don't know why people are coming for her in general because it's she posted something that she's been supporting ukraine for years yeah she's been an activist now the past five years even 10 years more than ever more than well actually her whole life she was i was gonna say her whole life yeah yeah counting people who had died of hiv aids in her confessions tour and she was doing she was speaking out about that during blonde ambition so you know, I, some people say, why does it she make it all about her? I understand that point of view also. But I am happy that there's, I just I just want Ukraine to be okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't and think I'm she's just, making really it about her, though. I feel like she's... Broken about it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like she's bringing awareness to it. to the. And she had something that was even before the war yeah. in her repertoire of body of work that was relevant yeah. to what's going on there. I know you had somebody that said to yeah, you, Yeah, a friend can... of mine's whole family is in the Ukraine and they're really scared and of course. it rubbed yeah. him the wrong way. So I also, that's why I understand when people, you know, that's the thing. You put yourself out there and you're going to offend some people and other people are going to, I don't yeah. know if her doing that made any people more aware, but the fact that the head of the president of Ukraine noticed it and follows her, like, yeah, now <laughs> follows her because of it. You know, I, I again, I think we've talked about this for the past ten minutes. I think that the devices and the way we're treating each other on apps and on Instagram and all that are distracting us from the real things that are happening in the world. I don't know if they're well, making it better necessarily I or think, worse. They're just I do think it it's making it better. Me I too. think it's uniting us. I think it's finally uniting us more. So for her putting that out there, one of the things on the SAG awards over the weekend that I watched was pointing out, so one could say the same thing about many of the actors that made claims about support for Ukraine at the SAG awards that happened over the weekend. But the whole point was they pointed to the fact that Zelensky is a former comedian actor yeah, himself. I saw that. And yeah. they brought that together that if nothing else, he's one of us. He's a performer like we are. And like us performers, we want to support our other performers. He is now the president of a country that is being invaded by Putin and so horrible. So it does, it is relevant. And if nothing else, people, the whole world, I think, is united in favor against Russia and what is going on there. So I think in that sense, yeah, she will always get, though, you know, people mad at her, but that's okay. She's a pioneer, I think, in so many ways. So. Yeah. 
I agree. Yeah. yeah. And she's using her platform for, for what she views as, as good. So I'm, I, I love that. Me too. Absolutely. Yeah. Her, uh, again, and I mean this, our hearts and prayers go out to the people of Ukraine and people, and some of our listeners, I know we have them out there. So we are here and listening and for you. In the meantime, though, um, thank you so much, you guys. You can always follow my co-host. You can follow Lincoln. He, you can follow him at, at Protein Bakery on his Protein Bakery or at Mad Lincoln. Follow Cody Maurice Doggett. He's got not three of them, two of them. <laughs> <laughs> He's a life coach at KMD Coaching or follow him at Mr. Maurice. Only one A, Mr. Maurice in there. Correct? That's right. That's right. <laughs> follow us on the TikTok at Tags Podcast. And you guys, in the meantime, continue having hot, hot gay, gay, gay sex. sex. <laughs>